You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I'm Clint. Today's episode of Locked On Bulldogs is brought to you by Built Bar, the tastiest protein bar that there is. And that's true, Daniel. Uh, it's true. It's very true. We we are on record of saying so. And we're also on record of saying that we are two UGA fans who are not gurus or insiders by any stretch of the imagination. Don't take ourselves or each other too seriously, but we do take our fandom of UGA seriously, and we hope you do. So this podcast is for fans by fans. Daniel and I are two fans, your fans, which is why you're here listening, and we want to sharpen your fan sword as much as possible so that you can go ahead and start clipping wings of War Eagles and start thrusting it into the eyeball of a gator uh, and sure. start start getting it prepared for a skewering of a pig come week one, which mm. is rapidly approaching. Hmm. Great metaphor. I'm great metaphor, Clint. Really stretched it out. I love re- it. I'm really Daniel. I'm starting to get geared up. Really um, starting to. Hey, the pot. There's no off season in podcasting, but we are we are starting to ramp up. You can tell it's five days a week time over here at Locked On. Um, uh, thanks for listening. We are so glad that you are here. If you're new to the show, if you're just now finding us, if somebody told you about this weird podcast with these two weird guys, you you're you found it. You're in the right place. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, welcome. We're glad you're here. Just subscribe to the show if you haven't already done that. That helps us out a bunch. If you have been with us a while and you love the show you can help us out by leaving a rating or review especially going into the season lots of new people are going to be looking for georgia podcasts and so if you leave us a five-star rating and review on apple Podcasts, that's a great way that they are going to be able to find us so we appreciate that if you really like the show you can tell some of those people about the show you can um and, and if, no matter who you are, you can email us, LockdownBulldogs at gmail.com, or hit us up on Twitter, at Dogs Podcast, if you have any ideas, thoughts, comments, questions, concerns, or any other general information that you would like to pass along to us. We are always uh, excited uh, to get your correspondences and look forward to hearing from you all throughout the season. Um, uh, we're finishing out the position group ratings today. If you have thoughts and opinions about the, we'd love to hear your position group ratings. So you could just go through mm-hmm. position by mm-hmm. position, one to ninety nine, and give a rating to each of the um, individual uh, units as to how you expect them to perform. We can compare them to our numbers and figure out if you are as much of a raving homer as we are. Uh, maybe, maybe even more so. Who knows? Who knows, Daniel? Who knows? We are um, uh, here all week, five days a week. As today is Wednesday, and um, we have several things to talk about. One, I want to do. I want to do a little announcement here before we get into the content okay. of the podcast. Clint, may, may I do that? I love breaking news on the podcast. My favorite type of announcement is an announcement that involves someone listening to the podcast that doesn't know. Yes, that they're yes. involved in that's said announcement. That's the best. That's, that's my. That's my. Already, some of y'all are starting to sweat right now. <laughs> some people, and one of you, rightly so. Rightly so. I'm. I'm here to tell you that in a couple of weeks, right before the season begins, um, we've not run this by him or even no. asked him, but we don't plan on asking. <laughs> when you have an intern, okay, <laughs> you don't ask if you could get a coffee from them. Okay. Look, you say I, I up and fired coffee. him and rehired him within the same week and I didn't ask you, him any of that. Okay. I you just say said, coffee. Now, where's the coffee? 
Why is it not? Why did you not anticipate my needs? Um, uh, <clears throat> leading up to the season, uh, right before game week, um, uh, your boy Clint and I, as well as executive producer, intern, friend of the show, longtime correspondent Michael Smith, um, most famous for drafting Georgia players from the 1940s that none of y'all have ever heard of. Uh, that same Michael Smith will be coming back on the podcast, and we will be doing an official Locked On Bulldogs season preview. This will it, this will involve many different things. It will involve ver- various games, various picks that we will make. Various there could be some wagering involved in oh, this. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It it will probably span multiple episodes, and it will be coming up in a, in a couple of weeks. So I just want to put that out there. One Michael. That's this happening. Is the so just invite and it's not an invite. It's an invite implies that you would RSVP yes or no. This isn't a summons. This is where we're telling you much, what your schedule much is. Much better. Okay. All right, Clint. Let's get into what we're talking about today. Uh, hey, we're going to get to two groups. We're continuing on. We're going to wrap up the position group. One of them is going to be tight end positions from last year and this year. So the tight end position group uh, will run down who they were last year, what they did. And secondarily, we're going to talk through kickers and punters. And yes, we know kickers and punters aren't the most exciting thing, but just a little heads up. If you thought you if were going to miss somebody. You, you suck. The whole that's, team That's the suffers. thing about kickers and punters. The whole, yeah. If there's a weak link, I mean... Give me, give me a right guard who can't throw his hand out that quick. I, I can get a right tackle who can help him. I can get a chip block. You get a kicker who can't hit anything inside the 30. You oh, screwed. You screwed. So, uh, hey, we're going to come back right after this uh, and talk about our kickers and punters for last year and this year. But before that, Daniel, something that you're not going to miss, something that's not a hole in your dietary plan are built Bars. If you're looking for high in fiber and low yes. in sugar – Ways to go ahead and not gain all the weight that you already have on. You, you're already there, but you don't want to add more, right? That's we are all already at the exact weight that we are. That's Correct. accurate. Correct. Yes, this is and what I'm we saying. We all don't want to gain more. This, this yes, what I'm saying you okay, have. You have officially just hedged Described everyone humans. into exactly. the same. Yes. Right. Correct. So what I'm saying to you is, you are in need of a built bar. Person listening right now, as a as a human. Okay. Okay. You're in need. Okay. Of, here's why you're Correct. in need of a built bar. Uh, built bar is the tastiest protein bar that there is. They taste like candy bars. Bonafide truth. We know this 100%. Uh, they are low in sugar. They are high in protein. They are high in fiber. Uh, they are keto friendly. They can be added to diets that you're already doing as a snack, as a way to help you out, as a way to recover, and as a dietary supplement. Go to BuiltBar.com, put in locked on into the promo code line. You'll get $10 off your order and maybe you get a cooler if they're still out there. Locked on in the promo code for BuiltBar.com. Go ahead and get a protein pack, a variety pack, of all different flavors, you won't regret it. Go to builtbar.com. All right, Clint, where are we starting? We're we starting with tight ends, we're we starting with kickers and let's, punters. Let's let's not do the thing where we give kickers and punters the very last segment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so okay. let's go ahead and do them right now, Daniel. Let's do second to last. Okay. It's not last. Okay. Okay. Uh, Daniel, um, quick, quick question. We're going to talk about last year's team. Uh, okay. In the history of UGA. Mm-hmm. Okay. The illustrious University mm-hmm. of Georgia. Mm-hmm. Can you name a kicker that was more likable than Hot Rod, Rodrigo Blankenship? There's not a kicker that's more likable 
than Hot Rod Rodrigo Blankenship. There's, there's nary has there ever been one. Now ask me if I can name a kicker that's better. Name a kicker that's better, Daniel. No, there is oh, not okay. one. Okay. Never, oh. never has there been one. Okay. okay. So, um, kickers covered. We got it done. Um, <clears throat> let's talk about last year's punters. Um, Jake Camarda. Fair to say we have a fairly Richard LeCount type relationship with Jake Camarda as well, Clint. A little on again, off again. A little hot and cold. Um, Jake Camarda actually had some moments that were pretty dang good last year. He, he had um, a couple of games where he was pinning people, not letting them return. It was fantastic. There were games when he was he was the MVP of the game, Clint. I mean, like there were games when – do you remember how many times we punted – in the Kentucky game? Like, do you remember how in the first half of the Kentucky game, Kirby Smart blatantly refused to score any points? Just Like, said, actually said, now. I'm not trying to score any points now. Thank you. Like, Jake Camarda was, he was a very important player in that first half of that game. Anyway, um, I thought Jake Camarda played admirably, and so I'm giving the kickers and punters last year a cumulative score of 97 because Jake Camarda was admirable and um, Rodrigo, Rodrigo Blankenship, the best we've ever seen. Okay. So we dubbed Rodrigo Robo Lake. Okay. Now, yes. if you want to think of two times that inexplicably he missed a field goal and extra point, like, sure, whatever. Shame on you, is what I say. If you want to think about those times, shame on you. Because the man was automatic. Life's too short. Life's too short to remember the two times Rodrigo Blankenship missed. Come on. That's not what I'm trying to do. No. Uh, Daniel, I thought thought for certain you were going to laugh at me. I I thought 100%. 98, Daniel. Yeah. That's a a totally reasonable score. Absolutely reasonable. He was the best. I think we're going to have some... Look, if you don't already have a plan for buckets when we need three to go up two Good. scores, okay? And there's four and a half minutes left to go in the game, mm-hmm. and we're up, and we're up six, mm-hmm. okay? Not not even seven, no. six. And we need, and we're on, and we are kicking a forty-two yarder, Clint, and the ground's wet. You want to just talk about buckets on buckets? We, I might need to upgrade to a trough this year because a bucket may not. Uh, let's let's get right into that, okay? This year, when you look ahead to this yep. year, Jake Camarda still there. I expect Kirby's be, always really like. I've always Kirby's always really liked Jake Camarda, and I trust Kirby. I think he had some yips as a freshman. I think he had some jitters as a freshman. I expect Jake Camarda to be not serviceable, but good. Yep. I'm expecting good punting this year, and I'm very happy about that because good punting is a weapon on defense. Okay, this defense doesn't need any help, but no. you pin somebody back and say this defense ain't gonna score. Okay, you put somebody on the three yard line, and then you remember the linebackers. You remember the linebackers conversation. Oh, let, me, let me go back up to that. Oh, oh, 90, 97 <laughs> Okay, is the put rating. somebody down there inside the five and say those linebackers won't go out and get you some points right now. Okay. Now, that brings us to place kickers. Um, what? Who? Why? What? 
Who's the place kicker, Clint? Nobody knows who the place kicker is. Who's the starting quarterback? Real quick. Has Kirby named a place kicker yet? Is, that, nope. is he going to name a place kicker? Okay. So, there's like 25 guys, I think, I don't know, that we have to choose from. Um, and nobody knows which one of them is going to win the job. I mean, no. I'm sure some pay, I'm sure there's some paywall that you could pay to get behind, and they I'm, would tell I'm you not who's, doing who's, that. who's going to win the job. But um, I know nothing about any of these guys. I know nothing, Clint. Daniel, when you so, ask me to do a rating for this, I, let me let me be the first one up. I have an incomplete, Daniel. I, I'm not no, trying. Okay. I'm not trying to be funny. No, like, that's just that's the reality. That's the reality. Let's let's do a punter okay. only rating. Go. Okay, great. Uh, Eighty-eight. I'm gonna say ninety-one. I expect good things out of Kamara this year. I'm gonna say ninety-one. Kicker, it's not enough information. Can't do it, guys. Okay. Not enough information. Uh, if you want to go based on my gut, kicker only. Sixty-one. Like I, I'm not, I'm not optimistic, Clint. I'm not, I'm not looking forward to it. I'll just tell you that right now. I'm not looking forward to it. Daniel, you said you weren't looking forward to it so much, which is a very shame, shame, shameful thing. But I agree with you. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about tight ends because if you want to talk okay. about things we're looking forward to, <laughs> oh dear, oh, yes. oh, give me let's, all sorts of excitement for tight end. Let's position now group. move to the tight ends. Um, as you look back on last year's team, you want to talk about a position group that had some turnover, Clint? It's a it's a hundred percent turnover. That's that's what we're dealing with with the tight ends. And so, when you look back to last year's team and you think about the tight ends that we had last year, go ahead and give me a number, and go ahead and give me a justification for said number. What are you What are you looking at? Okay, this group uh, talk about classic underperformers from last year's group, Daniel. Okay. Mm. Uh, Eli Wolf had one amazing catch to seal a game. Sure. That was and it was glorious. It was it was the, the biggest game of the year and it was a glorious catch. It was fantastic. Maybe Jake Fromm's best throw of the season. Yeah. As well. Oh gosh. Daniel, I thought we were looking forward to, to good things. <laughs> it's still 2019. We're still looking back at 2019 right now. Just, just what's come what's on. happening? Come Daniel? on now. He what's, had a good throw. Did he he did have a good throw. Uh, you want to talk about other ways in which this is the the Isaac Nada kind of the, the still the same carryover, Daniel, where there was all okay. this fantastic hope and all this fantastic news and everything that could have been possible, uh, and at the end of the day, it just didn't materialize, didn't yeah. happen. Okay, so this group uh, was not awful. They were not bad. They were not a liability. They helped seal some games for us. And there is some skill carrying over from that. But Daniel, for me, I, I have to give this group something like a, like an 84. That's too high. And I'm higher on this group than you just described, but that's too high of a number. Um, do you remember that time Charlie Warner got drafted? I do by a professional sports team. I do that. I mean, that's, a, that's what I mean. Football team. That's, that's is, what I mean. Charlie Warner was always the like uber athletic. He caught his first touchdown pass last year. That's that's not right. Um, 
Both of them played serviceably. They were not utilized in the offense. That could have been because of the offensive coordinator. That could have been because of their talent. Um, But uh, I'm giving this group a 79. Wow. They were not good. They were not good. Let me just say it. They were not good last year. You should not be satisfied with them as a starter last year. Um, One positive from last year's tight end group. Charlie Warner. One of the better downfield blockers that the University of Georgia has ever had. That's so, loved when I say, watching. When I, mean, when I mean they weren't a liability, that's the sort of stuff I mean. Like, they did assignments. Loved watching Charlie Warner block. He yeah. was fantastic. And that kind of stuff, I know, uh, is appreciated much more by the coaching staff than it is the average fan. But I oh, loved watching oh, that kind of stuff. He's appreciated um, by us. So, now let's get into this year's tight end group, uh, Clint. You, it's it's dominated by newcomers, right? Let's talk about first the newcomers that are that were on the team last year, but are still newcomers to the position. So you got Ryland Goad, Goady, Goad, Goad. Yes. If you if you if you don't understand, we're always going to pronounce his name like that. So don't don't ask us <laughs> don't ask us when we're going to learn to pronounce his name. That is how we pronounce his name. Okay. Uh, you got John Fitzpatrick, uh, who's just um, the mountain of a man who walks around. Um, you got this cat, Jared Freeland, that um, is like John Fitzpatrick if John Fitzpatrick grew up. It's like he's he's bigger somehow than him. Don't, don't know how, but sure. That's not. And then you got this guy, redshirt freshman Brett uh, Brett Seether, who uh-huh. um, was a true freshman last year. Took the redshirt. Another big kid. But so a, people were but really excited by him. Uh-huh. People were really excited by him when he got recruited. So got those are the guys the that cycle. were on on campus last year. And then you add graduate transfer from down in Florida State, Trey McKitty. A lot oh, of people oh. really like this guy. A lot of people think he slides right into the starting job. And then, Clint, you Come add on. the big O. Okay? Quite literally, he's wearing zero as his jersey number. Darnell, I should tell you all you need to know about Darnell Washington. Darnell Washington. And this is like what John, Fitzp- uh, what, um, uh, John Fitzpatrick would look like if um, he grew up and then he was uh, mutated in a lab. And was given some sort of powers. Some sort of serum that had superpowers inside of it. Possibly claws that came out of his knuckles. I'm not sure exactly how it all goes. But um, those are the newcomers uh, of note in the tight end group. So, so Clint, what do you make of all that that I Look, just gave? Can I, can I just tell you, John Fitzpatrick, okay, looks okay, to talk be. Talk to me about John. Okay. If you're telling me I get a kid who's 6'6", 230, who looks to be every part able and capable to block on the edge to set an edge to make possession five yards seven yard outs to get a first down and you're telling me that that is conceivably our third best tight end on the team oh 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 well now you have my attention because yeah i am very high on this group daniel probably stupidly Uh oh Oh no! We we oh, gonna no. say some, we gonna say some stupid things. Oh, here we go! Okay. Now we're so, about to get into some things. So, so John Fitzpatrick, I, I don't know. Am I gonna put you at an 80, 83, 84, something like that? I wouldn't feel bad about that if somebody said we have an eighty in John. Okay, great. You tell me, Darnell Washington. Oh, 
Okay. Hmm. Mutant okay. freak. Who, what's, what do you think his ceiling is at? Do you think that's, that bar is a low ceiling or do you think the sky's the limit there? In the words of Michael Jordan, I believe the ceiling is the roof. There we go. That's, that's what, that's what Michael Jordan so eloquently said. Uh, so give me him possibly being something like 95. At when all is said and done. Okay. And then you got Trey McKitty, who I think does start day one. Uh, I think doesn't have as many exemplary plays as Washington does, but you tell me 86, 87 for him, something like that as a grad transfer, 85. So Daniel, I'm putting this group, uh, right there and put them at an 87 for this tight end group. On 87. What if I told you I don't expect John Fitzpatrick to be our third best tight end this year? <laughs> okay. Oh, oh now. my. Okay, welcome to the party. I think I think you're going to see a guy like Brett Seether come in here and maybe get some play. I do think you're going to see John Fitzpatrick play quite a bit. I think you're going to see a much deeper rotation at tight end than we have seen in quite some time. I think we could have five, maybe six tight ends catch a ball this year. All right, that... You, you want to compare that to last year when basically two tight ends saw the field, period, mm-hmm. in the season. We might have, I mean, I think five tight ends to catch a ball this year is completely reasonable. Um, I'm going to make a prediction about this tight end group. I think Darnell Washington is going to play significant snaps against Arkansas. And I think none of those snaps he's going to have his hand on the ground when oh. he takes them. Oh, no. None of them. Oh, None no. snaps. Yep. I think Darnell Washington is going to be split out from the line. So I think you're going to see Trey McKitty and Darnell Washington possibly on the field together quite a bit. Uh, I think you, you even think about the, the way that Charlie Warner was used. Sometimes he was on the end of the line of scrimmage. But you get a freshman freak athlete who's bigger, stronger, faster, and can jump higher than any other person on the field. And you're going to split him out there and just take advantage, Clint. You're going to throw some balls up in the air, Clint. And you're going to say, hey, can you catch him? And and he's going to say, yep. And then Done. he's going to do that. Um, so I think I think Trey McKitty will be the starting uh, tight end if you want to name a starting tight end. But I think John Fitzpatrick plays against Arkansas. I think um, Darnell Washington plays against Arkansas. And I think at least... One of Ryland Guidi and um, and Brett Seether. I think at least one of them, maybe both of them, play against Arkansas as well. I think this tight end group is deep, and I think this tight end group has me. If Darnell Washington weren't just a freshman, I'm not. Trey McKitty may impress me, but I, there's nothing I've seen from him that makes me excited. I'm just gonna be honest with you. He does not make me excited at all. He is he is vanilla ice cream. Oh goodness! Is it is it delicious? Sure, it's delicious. Would I turn it down if someone offered it to me? No, I wouldn't turn it down. But am I gonna go? Am I gonna go order it? No, it's not exciting. It's not. It doesn't offer me very much whatsoever. So because of that, and because Darnell Washington is only a freshman, I think this tight end group comes in around an eighty-seven for me. But I'm still very excited about it and expect it to be dramatically better as as is obviously the case from how I rated last year's tight end group. 
That's exactly right. Hey, thanks for joining us on Wednesday's episode of Locked On Bulldogs. If you still need more, go ahead and tell your smart device to play the latest episode of Locked On Chad Ford's NBA Big Board. And we'll be back on Thursday and Friday to finish out the week of our first week of fullback five days a week as we gear up for the season. We'll see you then. See ya.